Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trunapole. And as always, I bring you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of my UC Bearcats. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up, smash that button, hit the like and subscribe. I am up to 700 subscribers. That is awesome. We hit that yesterday during the show. I appreciate every single one of you. That is awesome. Let's keep it rolling and keep it there because I hit it a couple of times last week and then people dropped off, but it stayed steady at 700. So I appreciate everybody who subscribes to the show and comments and everything. It's great. I apologize sometimes that I can't get back to you guys as fast as I'd like to, but I am kind of busy with just life in general. As you can see, well, I don't know. I cut my thumb right before the show started. I'm trying to get this light out above my head. See, I got the, the picture over here and it's got the glare. So I'm trying to get this light out to try to get the glare off the screen. Well, the light bulb bust on my, <laughs> cut my thumb. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm running around bleeding all over the place. My wife's trying to help me. I'm like, I got to get ready to get on the show and I can't get this thing to stop bleeding. So uh, it, could, it could be an interesting show today. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, my thanks to Terry Nelson who uh, joined me on the show yesterday. If you guys did not check it out, Make sure you check it out. It's a fun interview I had with Terry. I got it up on the YouTube channel and up on the podcasts. So, all right, let's see. We've got a couple regular guys. Dennis, what's up? Happy hump day. How you doing? Today is Wednesday. And yep, thank you, Landon. Got 700. Yep, 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 yep. And yes, it was a great show. Thanks, Crown. I agree with you. And so does Landon. That was good. I appreciate all you guys. All right, so. I'm going to start off today. Um, college football playoffs. What are the chances of the, my Bearcats getting there? <laughs> All right. So I looked a couple things up. Uh, the all-star playoff prediction. Now, this was on ESPN. Uh, they have number seven Cincinnati at a 12% chance to make the college football playoffs. Now, I find this interesting. They have number eight BYU, who is one step below us, at a 25% chance of making the college football playoffs. I'm not sure why. Maybe they have a better strength of schedule, but I mean, I think they're, aren't they in the Mountain West or something like that, BYU? I don't really know if that's a whole lot better than the AAC, but like I said in past shows, I don't think we're going to make it. I would love to make it, but you know, that's just kind of the way it is. Now, uh, somebody posted this on Bearcat Country. That's from NJ.com. I've never heard of it before, but it's an article that I found on there. And their college projections as right now, which I would love this. I think this could be really interesting. Uh, the Rose Bowl, they have number two ranked Ohio State versus Clemson. So that'd be a good game. Uh, oh, and they had Clemson number three. And then the Sugar Bowl, they have number one Alabama versus number four. Cincinnati that could be cool because how awesome would it be I know we got Ohio State fans on here how awesome would it be if UC and Ohio State somehow met each other in the college football championship game that would be unreal I would be so excited and yes I am an Ohio State fan but I would not be 
torn it all. I'll be rooting for my Bearcats 100%. Now, the likelihood of that happening, I think, are slim to none, especially for the Bearcats. I think Ohio State's got a shot of getting there. But UC does have, hopefully, and I've said this <laughs> in the last three weeks, I think this could be the toughest game on our schedule, which this is the one I've been looking for for all year is Central Florida. It is on at uh, 3.30 uh, on ABC. I think that's right. Let me double check here. We got it posted on Bearcat Country, so you guys can go check for yourself. Yes, Saturday, November 21st on ABC. I'm pretty sure it's at 3.30. You don't have the time on there, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 3.30. So, to me, Central Florida beginning of the year looks really good, and I thought they were going to give us a – a big challenge, but I also thought Memphis was going to. I thought Houston was going to. I never thought ECU would. And so Central Florida, they've been the the measurement stick, you know, as far as since the AAC has been formed. They went two years undefeated. They went and played and beat Auburn. So what their program has accomplished is what UC is trying to accomplish this year. And I'm still wondering with all the COVID protocol and everything, I'm still kind of curious that I haven't heard any more official talks about this since we have teams that have to cancel games, players are getting sick, stuff like that, that they're not actually talking legitimately about expanding the playoffs this year. But like I said, for every other sport, they've expanded the playoffs. Baseball, they expanded it. Now, baseball, hell, they even added the DH <laughs> for one year. It might be to stay. So it's just, I'm shocked that that hasn't come up yet. Because to me, that would fix a lot of the problems. Because, I mean, look, us UC fans and BYU fans, you put our teams in there and we get a shot and we get blown out and we got nothing to complain about, you know, enough said. So anyway, let's get to some questions here. My boy Jeremy Dean is first up. <clears throat> we need to go. Yeah, to six teams. If my Buckeyes miss another game, no point in playing again. Right. Ex- I, exactly, Jeremy. That's what I mean, you and me have had this, this conversation before about this, that it's going to happen. They're going to get uh, teams that have to cancel, you know, because of too many positive COVID tests. So I'm not sure why. I'm hoping this has been discussed, you know, in, in uh, back doors or whatever, closed channels that, you know, we're not privy to. But I don't. I don't know why it's not more public. Of this is a possibility, you know. They're just like, oh no, we're doing a four teams and that's it, and you know nothing else. So it just, you know. Uh, let's see, uh, Jeremy. Wait, no, sorry. Let me go back up here. Uh, Landon, Jeremy Dean. That would be awesome if they would do six teams in the college football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's got to happen. I mean, I don't see. Yeah, Jeremy agrees. I, I. I I think it's gotta it's gotta happen. It's it's something that needs to happen this year. And like I said, I'm surprised that it hasn't happened more. Can you guys hear me okay? Because it sounds kind of a little weird in my ears. So make sure everybody can hear me. So it's just I think this is the time of year that this should happen now. Moving forward, I don't think they're gonna keep it that way. I, I think if, the problem, the other thing is I don't think they're gonna keep it like that, but I do think eventually they will get there. You know, it, you know why? Money. It's all about money. They get more more schools in there, create more buzz, create more fans. You know, going to the college football playoffs. Yeah, I could see them eventually 
expanding it to six games. So this is the time of year to try it and see what happens. You know, you never know. All right. Now we had some baseball news that I found right before I went on the air. It's nothing to do with Reds or anything, but it's kind of interesting. Uh, Ken Rosenthal tweeted out that the Mets second baseman, Robinson Cano, tested positive for performing enhancing drugs and will be suspended the entire 2021 season. Now, this announcement is imminent from MLB. Now, this is the second time that Cano has been suspended. So it's interesting that these guys keep doing this stuff. I'm trying not to bleed all over the place here. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that these guys keep trying to use these uh, performance-enhancing drugs. And I've said this in the past. I've completely changed my mind on Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and stuff like that. I think that they should be let into the Hall of Fame. Um, just because, yes, I think the biggest reason, I'm not so sure about Mark McGuire. The reason I say those two is because I think they had Hall of Fame numbers before they started doing it. And you can pretty much tell when they started doing it. I mean, Roger Clemens was pretty much done in Boston. He didn't have a very good, very good couple years. And then he went to Toronto and blew up, you know, Barry Bonds. Sorry. His head got bigger. He went from, you know, 30, 30 to 50, 70 home runs. I mean, you know, you got to tell when they started doing it. Plus Bonds, head got bigger. <laughs> so, but anyway, my point is, I think baseball, these guys are going to do it. You know, they're, they're going, they're going to do it. I don't, I mean, we're, making weed legal everywhere. So <laughs> why don't they let these guys just do it? They want to do that to their bodies. At this point, I'm like, just let them. I mean, cause they're, they're doing it anyway. I mean, it's, it's just a matter of, he got caught. How many guys out there are actually using performance enhancing drugs and not getting caught? You know, I mean, maybe there's not as many as, as I think, but if you got a guy who's a, you know, 15, 20, a uh, home run hitter, and then all of a sudden, you know, you can get up to 30, 35. That's a, a big contract increase. That's a lot of money. So, I don't know, just my thoughts. All right, Landon, you got a question here. What's up? Do I think the Reds will re-sign Trevor Bauer? I don't think they will. No, I don't know. No, I don't think they'll sign him. I wish they would. The only chance, like I said before, other shows, the only chance they got is if he does do the um, one-year contract thing that he's uh, said he's wanted to do for years. But, you know, now another interesting thing I found uh, getting to the NFL and Joe freaking Burrow as the NFL rookie ratings um, have come out and they have Justin Herbert slightly ahead of Joe freaking Burrow. So I just did a I looked it up, did a comparison of what the stats actually are Now the percentage of passing here. Herbert is at 66.8. Joe is at 65.4. Yardage. Justin is at 2,333. Burrow is at 2,489. So he's got him on that. Yards per attempt. Justin Sherbert is at 7.8. Burrow is at 6.7. TDs. Now, I can argue this because me and Jeremy Dean have talked about this. There's been a lot of touchdowns that Joe Burrow should have had. Either the guys didn't catch them or there's penalties 
or something, but I know we're going by stats and numbers. So uh, Justin's got 19. Uh, Burrow's got 12. So the other thing is we still got a whole half to go. So everybody who is on this big Herbert, excuse me, Sherbert rant that he's this, you know, by far the superior, superior quarterback, I think is out of their mind. I'm not saying Joe Burrow is the superior quarterback to Sherbert. I'm saying they're both really, really good. <laughs> you know, now the thing is you got Tua playing now. So now I'm waiting for the media to come out and say, oh, you know, Tua is the next great quarterback and he's this and he's that. And to, like, sorry, to me, it's all because Joe freaking Burrow plays for my Bengals. You know, it's just the same narrative as when he was coming out uh, of the draft and, oh, Joe doesn't want to come play for Cincinnati. Joe doesn't want to do this. The Bengals are going to ruin him. Yada, yada, yada. Now, Oh, Sherbert. Oh, he's by far better. Like, no, not by far. They're about the same. <laughs> I mean, their, their stats are are so close. It's not even funny now. And this is also uh, Burrow's got one more game on on Herbert, or you know, he's played one more game than Justin has. Still, Joe has had a four hundred yard game. I don't think Justin has had one. Not that I know of. I could be wrong. If you guys, any uh. Sherbert fans are out there can tell me, but I'm pretty sure Burroughs had the only 400 yard passing game for a rookie this year. Now, like I said, two is coming out and, and, and everybody's already talking about how great he looks and how this and how that and everything and to me, like it all comes down to the narrative that Joe Burrow is a Bengal. You know, we got, you know, they can't be that good. I mean, he can't, we gotta, you know, we gotta knock them down a little bit somehow. So it's, it's frustrating <laughs> as a Bengals fan to hear this over and over and over again. And one thing I was listening last night after my show, I'm out to eat my wife. And on the way there, I'm listening to uh, Lance McAllister and he went off about how and I love Lance. Lance is one of my favorite guys to listen to on the radio, but he went off on how Zach Taylor should have taken Joe Burrow out of the game on Sunday. And it was a catastrophe, and Joe's limping around, and all this is happening, and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I didn't see it as it was that big a deal. Yes, we had no shot of winning toward, you know, the end of the last 10 minutes of the game. Yeah, game was over. I agree with you. You could have taken him out. Was he getting hit that many times? No, not that many times. Was it a cheap shot that he got shoved into the stands and twisted his ankle? Yes, but that happened earlier in the game. And he wasn't limping around that much. He was limping. Don't get me wrong. But to me, Joe didn't want to come out. And that's the thing. You know, like, oh, we should yank him out. And Zach Taylor has yanked guys out for not playing good. I think he left Joe in there because he wasn't playing good. You know, this is you're you're, you know, you've been up here. You're doing this. Everybody's talking about how great you are, you know, except for the rookie of the year stuff. Maybe Zach wanted to go, hey, you still got work to do. Not that Joe doesn't think he does, but maybe that's why he put him in there to just eat at him and eat at him and eat at him. Go, look, this is where we got to get to. We got to get there. What we're doing isn't good enough. You got to work even harder. So that's my thing, too. I don't know why, you know, you would take him out. I mean, I mean, I understand why you should take him out, but I don't, I don't think it was that big of a deal that they took him out. All right, there. Let's see here. 
Got to earn respect. And yes, they should have taken Burrow out. Got to earn respect from who? He's got Burrow's got to earn respect from the Steelers. Got to earn respect from Zach Taylor. Who's got to earn respect from? Because pretty sure he's getting a lot of respect. <laughs> well, not sure what you mean by that. Now let's get it back up here to Crown. He's getting back to what I was talking about. Uh, Bonzum and uh, uh, Clemens. He said, if they let them two in, they better let Pete in. Yeah, I I agree with you. I unfortunately don't think Pete will be getting in in his lifetime or mine. <laughs> um, it's just a steadfast rule. You don't bet on baseball. He did. You know, it's and the, the technicality is there wasn't a rule saying that you couldn't use steroids. <laughs> Not in Baseball, they didn't test for it. They didn't do any of that stuff. So that's another reason why I'm like, you know, you you should let them in because you guys knew they were. I mean, everybody's like, oh, the ballparks are smaller. The the, the baseball is juice, yada, yada, yada. Come on. It, 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 you can look at it. They were huge. <laughs> I mean, Brady Anderson, who was a leadoff hitter for Baltimore, went from a you know 250 hitter to a 50 home run guy. So, you know, I, I, I that's where I'm just like, it's you let them do it, let them in. And I got another question here. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of, yep. Rip tech, yeah, that kind of stunk. I don't, people asked, did he do it on purpose? I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, if he failed his physical, then he failed his physical now. If he turned around and goes somewhere else and passes it, I might question of what, you know, what happened and why he, um, you know, I'd like to know how, what he, what did he fail? How did he fail it? Cause you just, all we get is he failed it and nobody will tell you exactly why. So I don't know. I've, like I said, I've had people ask me if he did it on purpose. I have no idea if he did it on purpose or not. I mean, who knows? We'll see. Um, but there's still out there that they could, uh, oh, here you go. Anthony says the 49ers claimed him. Well, that's cool, but he still got to pass a physical. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Bengals claimed him, but you got to pass a physical. So we'll see if he passes it for the 49ers and see what happens. So, all right, let's get up here. Uh, Joe Burrow didn't have a very good game this past week. Taking him out would have made would not have made much of a difference in the game. No, I think it's more of they were trying to protect him. And, dude, I, the other thing I want to say is, I don't think we should play scared. I mean, you go, oh, we got to take him out. Everybody, like, everybody's worried to death about getting Joe Burrow hurt. The more you play or coach like you're scared that you're going to get this guy hurt, the more likely you're going to get him hurt. So I'm not for taking him out and doing all this stuff. So, oh, we, we, we can't get him hurt, which I, look, I understand. We cannot get him hurt. I understand that. But it's just like if you play football and you're scared to get hurt, you're most likely going to get hurt. You coach that way, you're most likely going to get hurt. That's just the way it goes. So, anyway, that's just my two cents. I don't think it's that big of a deal to take him out in the last 10, five minutes of the game. I don't think it made a difference. We should beat the Washington football team. Yes, Carl, we should. The only thing is we they have a very good defensive front. And it seems like the Bengals, <laughs> they keep getting everybody's, you know, 
every team they play has got number one picks on the on the defensive line. So again, our offensive line is going to have to step up, which they have the last couple weeks, even even against the Steelers. I mean, they only I think I think Joe only got sacked four times. So I mean, and the 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 like I said, we got his ankle tweaked. That was a cheap shot. He got shoved into the stands or into the bench, which should have been a penalty. But of course, the refs missed that. Now I'm not blaming the loss on the ref. I'm blaming not getting our quarterback taken care of on them. So, uh, let's see here, Anthony. Or uh, maybe Joe didn't. Oh no, Joe didn't want to be taken out. No, he's already said that. He's flat said I did not want to come out. And but that's where I've said people are like, oh well, you're the coach and you should yank you out. Like, dude. Sometimes you got to trust the player. You know, you want that relationship with the player. You got to trust him. And he doesn't want to come out. Maybe don't. Maybe don't take him out. I just don't think it was that big of a deal to take him out of the game. I mean, he made it. <laughs> I mean, and that was like I said. If you look at the offensive line the last couple of weeks, they have been getting better. I mean, I'm sorry. Picking up Spain was a great pickup. I mean, they had a game. I don't know. I think it was this week. Uh, I had to watch him, Joe Lapham, <laughs> Dave Lapham, Joe Lapham, Dave Lapham was talking about how uh, Adenajai and Spain played right next to each other and played great. And Adenajai, again, we'll sit there and talk about these offensive line busts that we've had. But if you look at Duke Tobin the last uh, two years, he's gotten Jonah Williams and he's got Adenajai. And so far, Adenajai looks like uh, he's a, a pretty good player. You know, I don't know if he's going to be our right tackle to the future or anything like that. I'm just saying the couple games that I've seen him play, I don't think he's gotten beat. Not that not that I can remember. Not that I can remember going, up. Oh, there's a Denajai again. Like, up. Oh, there's Redmond going off sides. Up. Oh, there's Bobby Hart get, getting beat, you know. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see that. So I'm very happy and pleased with the, the drafts the last couple of years that Duke has had. I think we're on the right track uh let's see here blake pie Bengals could string some wins together up coming i completely agree with you blake i've said that i said that after the tennessee win um i said uh we got the bye and then we got a lot of winnable games we've had a lot of winnable games the first half of the year (laughs) you know if we make plays here and there this schedule could be completely different but I also said, I don't think we're going to beat the Squealers or the Ratbirds. I just don't think we're up there yet. They are Super Bowl caliber teams, and they are the only ones that made Joe Burrow look like a rookie. So, but Washington, I think we beat. Miami, I think we can beat. I, I mean, Miami's getting better. It's going to be a little more, a little tougher than I thought it would be. Um, the Giants, are good. that's a winnable game. There's lots of winnable games out there. The thing is, though, the Bengals can't go in there going, oh, we're the, we're the Bengals. Which I don't think the Bengals are going to do that. They won two games. You know, I think they're, they're going to be in there going, you know, do the, do our job. Do, you know, don't make mistakes. And that's the thing is when the Bengals don't make mistakes, kind of funny. That's what most NFL teams do when they win. They don't make mistakes. They win. So let's see here. Uh, Carl. Uh, what's up? Uh, I know why Atkins didn't play against the Steelers. His wife had another kid. Oh, cool. I did not know that. Well, congratulations to, to Gino. That's awesome. That's what. You know, hey, that's a good reason to miss a game right there. Birth of your, of your children. Love Higgins. Yeah, and hey, if you guys are out there watching, we definitely need to go out there and vote for Higgs for the uh, Rookie of the Week. I think he's leading. I've voted, I've voted a couple of different times. So make sure you guys go out there and vote and 
just to me, it's a little dig at the Squealers saying, hey, our rookie wide receiver got the, you know, yeah, we lost, but our rookie, rookie wide receiver balled out on you. So just my two cents. All right. Anthony, what's up? Uh, we should beat Washington, but Alex Smith is slinging it since he's been back. Yes, Alex Smith is playing very good. So, again, I mean, Washington's playing a little better than I thought they, you know, they were when I made that prediction that we can win, I think, every game. I'm not saying we're going to win every game. We have a chance to win every game except for the Steelers and the Ravens. But, yeah, the thing is, we got to figure out how – I keep saying this – how to get pressure on the quarterback. Somehow, Armadillo has got to figure out how to get pressure on the quarterback because last couple of weeks, even against Tennessee, we did not get pressure on the quarterback. And you can only leave your cornerbacks on that island for so long. So, anyway, that's uh, – I see you landing. Uh, I thought Higgins won it. Um, I, If he did, that's awesome. I have not seen that yet. But like I said, I – some days I can't pay attention to as much stuff as I like to. I work two jobs. <laughs> one of them's at night, and I sleep during the day sometimes. So uh, if it, if he has one, that's awesome. Um, it should be on Bengals Nation if he won. I'm sure me or Mike or Jeremy would have posted that if he'd won. So we'll see. Crown, I got an off-the-wall question. Will you see players get drafted tonight in the NBA? You know, that is one thing I wanted to ask Terry. Um, I don't – I I, I – I think Jared's got a shot. Um, I, I, it's not going to be first round, I don't think. I think he's got a shot second round, late second round. Um, that's something I wanted to ask. That's where, to me, this pandemic really hurt Jaron Cumberland because he was starting to get healthy. And this offense was starting to look really good. And he was really starting to figure out what he could do in Brandon's offense. So that's why I was so excited to watch the AAC tournament and March Madness. And look, that is my, by far, my favorite time of year. I I take the week off. I sit in my house. I'm down here in the ice cave. I have a couple beers, some pizza, wings, and I watch basketball from the time I wake up to the time it's off. I love that time of year. And I was so disappointed to see it not happen this year. And I said, basically, and the biggest, one of the biggest reasons is Jaron. I would like to have seen him and the Bearcats make a run. And he could really show off his his skill development that he's you know developed over the last couple of years. So I don't know um, if he will get drafted. I hope Jaron does, uh, but we'll see. Uh, all right, here we go. Carl, we better stop Terry McLaurin. He's playing some good football right now. Yeah, there's they look. Even if I say they can win, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. I mean, no, they're they're NFL teams. I mean, any given Sunday, anybody can beat anybody else. So the Bengals still, they got to show up. They got to do the job and not make mistakes. Uh, okay, here's a couple things, moves the Bengals did do today. Nothing big. Uh, they signed cornerback Donnie Lewis and cornerback Trajan Brady to the practice squad and uh, put another guy a defense in onto the COVID-19 list um, to nothing big. I haven't heard anything on the front of, of Baker. Uh, I know people asked if they're going to sign him or not. I haven't heard anything on that, but uh, I see here. 
Uh, do you think Mixon will be back this week? I hope so. I, I don't know. I know uh, I watched Zach Taylor a little bit uh, end of Zach Taylor's um, press conference, and Bobby Hart's going to practice this week. Joe Williams is practicing. So, and then one thing Zach was asked is um, if he's going to go with the same guys, you know, the hot hand as as the reporter asked on the offensive line, or you know, we're gonna you might go back to the starters. And Zach, I think answered it correctly, and this is the way it should be. It should be who's ever performing the best at the time. Oh. We'll see. And I didn't hear anything about Mixon. Like I said, I caught the end of it. Us right by the time I woke up. <laughs> So I caught the end of it. It's on. I posted it on Bengals Nation. So you guys can check it out if you'd like. I hope Mixon plays my fantasy team who needs you. I hope he plays with the Bengals. So, all right, Landon, here you go. Uh, I see here. I don't think he won yet. The winner will be announced Friday. Yeah, that's, I, I don't think it's over yet. Can say he's only Wednesday. I, I think there's a better chance of it being announced, if not tomorrow, then definitely, definitely Friday. So there's, uh, I mean, he was leading by a lot. So there's a very good chance that uh, Mixon will be the second rookie to win the rookie of the week for the Bengals this year. So all right, well, there's not a whole lot going on. It's Wednesday. I mean, this is when college basketball should be starting, but. As you heard Terry Nelson yesterday say, uh, he doesn't even know when it's going to start. So, all right, Carl, what do you got here? Uh, we need Green to step up. Yeah, we need lots of players to step up. I mean, Green, look, last week was <laughs> just a bad offensive game. <laughs> it was just bad. I mean, honestly, I don't think the defense played that bad. Everybody's like, you're crazy. Like, they're out there a lot. The offense didn't do anything. We had zero third downs. Our offense played terrible. That was the biggest reason we lost. Our offense played terrible, and the offense turned the ball over twice. Now, if we get those two interceptions that we should have had, you never know what's going to happen. But that's that's the thing. Good good teams don't make mistakes. They don't. And the Bengals made two huge ones in the first five minutes. You can't do that. You can't do that and expect to win. All right, guys. I'm going to invite you to Facebook groups that I help run. And... Hope you guys enjoy them, and we can have more of these discussions there with other sports fans. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. And uh, later on today, I'll be ripping off the sound and put it onto the podcast, so you guys can follow me on there. Uh, it's on Spotify, BeanPod, uh, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you guys get your podcast. Uh, rate, like, review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. And then you can also follow me, Strawberry Ice, on all my social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I know some of you guys have out there reached out and, you know, tried to become my friend on Facebook on my personal page, but I just kind of keep that page to family and friends and, and stuff like that. So you guys are more than welcome to uh, friend me on the uh, Strawberry Ice page. You can instant message me there and we can talk. And if I don't get back to you <laughs> as fast as you like, I... I apologize. You know, like I said, I'm busy. And sometimes, sometimes people ask me these big, long, long like paragraphs. And I'm like, it's going to take me 20 minutes to type all that out. <laughs> so sometimes I'll answer you here. <laughs> it's a lot easier. So anyway, and I appreciate every, all you guys. I'm at 700 subscribers on YouTube. That is awesome. Let's try to get to 600 as fast as we can. That would be wonderful. 
And other than that, tomorrow is Thursday. Friday, we got the Bengals Nation show. Previous show, we've been previewing Washington. Um, I think it's going to be a good weekend for Ohio football teams. I think UC is going to win Saturday. I think Ohio State's going to win Saturday. I think the Bengals are going to win Sunday. So we should have a fun week next week. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya! Oh, 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 oh